Hello, and welcome to Pastor Well. I'm Herschel York, Dean of the School of Theology at the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary in Louisville, Kentucky. I'm also the senior pastor of the Buckron Baptist Church in Frankfurt. Pastor Well is dedicated to helping servants of the Lord Jesus Christ be faithful in ministry. I like to talk about subjects that I think help us serve in our ministries in ways that are glorifying to the Lord Jesus Christ. Part of, I think, being a, a shepherd is looking at other shepherds, how they've done it. In essence, we need heroes in the faith. We need people who've gone before us that we look at, we examine, we learn from. But there are not only blessings of doing that, there are dangers. I'd like to talk to you very candidly about the blessings and the dangers of having heroes. Now, whether we want to or not, in reality, we all have heroes. There are people we look at and we say, wow, I just, I see qualities in them I want to emulate. I want to be like them. I want to learn from them. And that's a good thing. You don't have enough time in life to figure things out all on your own and all by yourself. You really need to learn from other people. Obviously, reading books and going to seminary and Bible college and just being a faithful church member and learning, that's part of that process. But to find someone that you can watch and you can emulate if you're able to get a relationship with them and they can teach you personally, that's a great thing. That's a real blessing. I am the sum total of many people who have poured into me through the years, men and women who have taught me, uh, men who've been preachers and pastors who have shepherded me and taught me uh, the way they've done things as pastors and shepherds. And I, I have learned greatly from them. There's really not a day goes by that I don't quote two men who are responsible for shaping me in great ways. My dad, who reared me and was my pastor, led me to Christ, taught me theology, taught me so much Bible truth, taught me to love the Word of God. I mean, my dad shaped me like no other human being. I, I can't imagine my life without him. I was blessed to grow up in a Christian home with a dad who was really had a theological mind and a, a poetic heart. And what I learned from him is incalculable. The other would be Adrian Rogers. Uh, the great late Adrian Rogers, pastor of Bellevue Baptist Church in Memphis, became a mentor to me, even though, frankly, my time with him was fairly limited. I mean, he had at least 500 other guys just like me wanting his time, wanting to learn from him, wanting to be mentored by him. So I learned uh, how to let some people mentor me up close, where I'd have conversations with them, go out to lunch with them, ask them questions on an ongoing basis. Others like Dr. Rogers, I didn't get a lot of times with. I got some times with him. I spent time with him in his study, going out to eat with him. I had those wonderful experiences, but he was so busy and he was just the giant of the Southern Baptist Convention one of the greatest preachers of the 20th century into the 21st. Uh, and I, uh, I wasn't going to get a, a, just loads of time with him. So I learned how to watch him from afar. 
And I would tell you these should be your two strategies. Find the people who are approachable, accessible, and local that you can be with and spend time with them, learn from them, get what you can from them. Especially if you're a young preacher, then you need to get somebody around you that you're learning from. It's great if you can be on staff or just be a part of a church where you have time with the pastor and observing him. That's a great blessing just to see the way he does things, see the way he handles crises and situations and teaching the word. Then there are those people, you're not gonna get a lot of time with them. It's gonna be very targeted and rare, but when you do make it count, go in with a set of questions so you're not wasting their time and try and get something from them. So uh, first time I met Adrian Rogers, I was 27 years old. It was my first week in seminary. I got an appointment with him. I went in really and I asked him for a job and he didn't give me the job. I left his office just as broke as I was when I went in. But Dr. Rogers had a way of making you feel great uh, even when he was basically telling you no. I walked out of there just as unemployed as I was when I came in, but I felt better about myself. And what I got that day was not a job, but a relationship with him. He took notice of me and he became my friend. And through the years when I needed advice, I would contact him. He would uh, put my name in for different opportunities and conferences and things. And he took an interest in me. When I became a pastor uh, and I, I needed to know how to handle something, he would give me a few moments and talk to me about it. When I became pastor of a larger church, I needed to know how to get them to relocate. I asked him for 30 minutes and he gave me three hours. I will never forget it. I still have a recording of that conversation. It's one of the most remarkable three hours of my life. And I have led two churches through that process now, exactly like he told me to do it. And it was done without trauma or drama, uh, no splits, no divisions. And Adrian Rogers taught me how to do that. When uh, I wanted to know how to get our role adjusted, uh, where you know our role represented, represented who we had rather than just people who had joined 20 years ago, I talked to him about it and he gave me the idea that I've now shared with many students and churches now about how to adjust your role and get your church to the place where they can practice church discipline. Interestingly, he never did it, uh, but he, he told me, he said, you do it at Ashland Avenue and tell me how it goes and I'll do it at Bellevue. Well, I don't think he ever did it at Bellevue, but he told me how to do it and I did it. I've done it at two churches and it, it, it has worked beautifully. I thank God for those moments. I am who I am largely because of men like my dad and Adrian Rogers that I, they were heroes to me and I learned from them. But now let me tell you the flip side. The flip side, the danger of having heroes is first of all, idolatry. I mean, you can idolize them and think that somehow they're more than they are. And that's not fair to them and it's not good for you. Uh, also, when you discover that they are men of clay, that they're broken and they're fallen. And trust me on this, they are. Uh, it can hurt and wound you. 
uh, and maybe drive you away from the Lord. And it should not do that because Jesus won't hurt you or wound you. And he's not going to disappoint you. If some man does that, uh, then that's really on you. Uh, so you, you can't be so invested in a person that if they stumble, that somehow it drives you away from Christ. That just means you made them an idol. Someone years ago taught me that if you let anybody come between you and Christ, that means they're closer to the Lord than you are. Well, that, that's a good point. I want to follow them as they follow Christ. And if they step off the path, that shouldn't shake my faith. That shouldn't uh, hurt me to the point of making me say, well, this whole thing is, is false and I'm not going to follow Christ. No, they're broken. They need a Savior just like I do. I can learn from them greatly, but if I discover their brokenness, their fallenness, their sinfulness, uh, even if it sometimes has meant I needed to end the relationship because I discovered things that I did not know, I still learned what I could and discarded the rest and went on and said, thank you, Lord, for what you gave me through that person, even if that relationship now has to end. You, you, you can so idolize people that when you meet them, they can be a disappointment to you. And I will just tell you, it's not right to put that burden on people. And I've been around long enough. I've met most of my heroes. I think about W.A. Chriswell, Adrian Rogers, Stephen Olford. Uh, these were great men of God. And I, I, I was close enough to each of them that I knew some of their flaws. And I, I can't let that disturb my walk with Christ. Now, those men were great men, godly men. Others, there have been men whose books I've read and then I met them and I almost didn't want to read their books again. Uh, I, I've had that feeling of disappointment. Let that be a reminder to you how important your walk with the Lord is so that others are not hurt by your sinfulness and your brokenness. Hold your heroes lightly. Understand that God uses them to bless you, to teach you, but they're never to take the place of the Holy Spirit. They're never to take the place of the Word of God. They're never to be an idol to you. They're certainly not Jesus to you. Learn from them, love them, be grateful to them. Don't idolize them. And you know, in turn, God's gonna use you in the lives of other people. It, it always stuns me when People write me emails or call me or send a text message or something telling me how I've blessed them in ways I wasn't even aware of. But it's a reminder to me, my life matters. People are watching. I need to walk closely to Jesus. Uh, I don't want people to idolize me. I don't want to idolize others. I want to point people to Christ. But I do want to follow him so closely that like the Apostle Paul, I can say, Follow me even as I also follow Christ. And that's not hero worship. That's sort of a Christian follow the leader. We're just all following Jesus, learning from those who've come before us, learning how to be faithful, learning from others, teaching others, always learning, always teaching as we fulfill our calling. And when we do that, we learn more, we teach more, we pastor well.